0: And God is taking us as a congregation into a new dimension, a new season. We're a little half past the middle of the year. We're in the second half of 2019. And, uh, you know, um, we God is taking us into places as a church, spiritually, that we've never been before. Let me just say this, that. Uh, before God cares about what we do, He cares about who we are. He cares about the people we become. That is God's biggest priority in every human being's life is who do we become? Do we grow into His purpose? Do we grow into His destiny? Amen. With Adam and Eve, the Lord. Amen. The Bible starts that 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 God created man in his image. David says it like this in Psalms, he said, I will not be satisfied until I awake with your likeness. Amen. And so that, that means I'm not trying to be God, I'm trying to be like God, and there's a huge difference. I'm trying to resemble the nature of my heavenly father. I want to walk like my heavenly father. I want to talk like my heavenly father. I want to live like my heavenly father. I want, amen, the the Bible says, Jesus taught us how to pray it, amen, in the Lord's prayer, amen, found in the book of Matthew, that to pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's for the conglomerate of people worldwide. And that's in my individual life. It is for the individual, and it's for the sum of the individuals. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And what the Lord is looking for in the earth is likeness. He's looking for people who resemble and reflect his nature both inside and out. He is looking for people, Amen, who loves what he loves and hates what he hates, Amen, and who embraces or what he embraces. He's looking for likeness in the earth. He's looking for a people who are like him in the earth, and that is what God is taking us into as a people, as a church. God has. A set apart people in the earth today. God has a distinguished people in the earth today. And that group of people is called the church. Amen. And we are the church. The church is not a building. I know we need a new building. We're looking, we are actively looking. Somebody say amen, praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on. But we're the church, okay? And God cares first about our interior, then our exterior, our veneer, our building, our edifice. He cares about what's in the contents of our hearts and how that affects our lives, how that affects our homes, how that affects our society. How does who you are affect your household? How does who I am affect my household? How does who we are affect our workplace? How does who we are affect our neighborhoods? Affect our schools? Because we're having an effect. Whether we want to or not, we're having one. Whether we are intentional about it or not, you're having an effect everywhere you are. Whether it's intentionality or complacency or passivity, we are having an effect. What effect are we having? Are we having the effect of Christ in our lives? Are we shining the light of Christ, uh, amen, through our lives? How freely can Jesus flow through us? Flow. 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 I told you today's going to be different. I talked in our pre-service meeting today. I said, expect anything, all right? Expect God to do anything today. Throw tradition out the door. Throw your routine out the door. Let's just believe God to do something mighty in this place. God is looking for flow, vessels that he can flow through, transparent vessels who will get out the way, And be open, amen, and transparent enough to where nobody sees you. But everyone sees him. So the question is, how much can I get out of God's way? Or how distorted do I represent God? How much can I get out of God's way? How clear can I get? How transparent can I get? Or do I present a distorted view of who Jesus is all about? That is God's question to the church today. That is God's pursuit of the church and desire of the church today. He is looking for a people who are not about themselves. He is looking for people who are not out to make a name for themselves, but amen. He is looking for people who exalt his name, who will show forth his praise in the earth today and be humble enough and be big enough to get out of the way and say, Lord, you be glorified in my life it's not about me it never was about me it never will be about me but it's all about you it's all about your purpose it's all about your kingdom it's all about your plan in the earth today and God's looking for a people who will live it out come on somebody God might have mercy amen God's looking for a people who will live it out God's looking for a people who will go home from church and live it out We'll go to restaurants after church and live it out. We'll go to work tomorrow morning and live it out. Amen. We'll be in their marriage and live it out. Uh, and stand before their kids and live it out. Uh, and stand before their parents and live it out. God's looking for a people who are going to live this thing. It's not enough to talk. It's not enough to show up to church. Uh, we got to be the church. We are his people I got to get out the way. I got to be a vessel that Jesus can flow through. I got to be a conduit. <coughs> You've got to be a conduit. What does that mean? There's a receiving in, there's a giving in. In between the my, have mercy Jesus. In between the receiving and the giving there's transformation. In between the receiving and the giving, there's transformation. A conduit has a receiving end and a giving end. I receive from God. I got to be put myself in position, my heart in position, my mind in position, my eyes in position, my ears in position to receive from God. And then when I receive from God, I got to let it work in my life. I got to let it cleanse me. Come on, somebody. Jesus, flow through me. Uh, Flow through me like water. Flow through me like water. Every ounce of dirt, every ounce of filth, uh, every ounce of mold and bacteria, Lord. uh, Cleanse me out with your spirit and your word. Receiving it. So that I can give to my family to this church, to my neighbors, to my workplace, to my school, a pure representation of you, a pure reflection of you. Amen. I don't want them to get Jesus, the Edward Ford version. I want them to get Jesus, the Jesus version. I just got to be clear enough uh, and humble enough to get out the way and say it's not about me. Flow, 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 flow. What stops revival? Stop a flow. Self stops revival self stops breakthrough carnality stops breakthrough amen the lust of the flesh the lust of the eye and the pride of life that's what stops breakthrough from happening that's what stops victory from happening why because there's a clog in the vessel there's a clog in the conduit and now all of a sudden amen what's clogging the vessel amen is also amen tainting the water flow That's coming on the giving in. If something comes out of the giving in. Sometimes we're so clogged, amen, we can't give out. We can't give Jesus out. Why? Because there's so much of us in the way. And that's why there's so many skeptics in the world today. We live in a skeptical world. We live in a skeptical world. Now, there's some people who just hate Jesus pure and all. They just want nothing to do with righteousness. Amen. That's, there's a difference between the sinner and the wicked. There's a difference between the carnal and the wicked. There are enemies of the cross. Amen. There's people, amen, who can receive Jesus pure and all and still want nothing to do with him. That's not what I'm talking about today. I'm talking about vessels who are on a receiving end who want the Lord to move in their life. Bless them, save them, heal them, transform them, etc. Amen. But then we get caught up, amen, and we are on, if you will, amen, the surgeon's table, and Jesus is wanting to work on us, and we say, uh oh, Lord Jesus, not there. God gives us a prescription. God gives us and says, you need to take this. You need to do this exercise. You need to have so many reps of this. And, man, and we say, Lord, I'm going to do that. I'm going to obey that. And then we get home and we don't do it. And we say, Lord, where's my breakthrough? Where's my victory? Where's my blessing? Here's what we got to understand about God. Jesus said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. So when there's too much of me in the way, I'm blocking myself from my own blessing. When there's too much of you in the way, you are blocking yourself from your own blessing. You are blocking yourself from your own breakthrough. Amen. This is not a word of condemnation today. This is a word of information today. Amen. Because the Bible says my people perish for their lack of knowledge. What God wants to give to us today is knowledge. It's up to every one of us what we do with the knowledge. But we can't say that we didn't get knowledge. God's given us knowledge for to live in breakthrough. I'm not talking about happenstance. Woo! Man, God just surprised me today. Is this all right, somebody? There's a shift. There's a new dimension. There's a new dimension. There's a new dimension. There's a difference between a season and dimension. And I remember there was a point in my life and in my walk with God, I I kept saying, Lord, you're taking me to a new season. You're taking me to a new season. I'm excited about the new thing, the new season. And the Lord said, stop saying that. It's not a new season. Seasons end. Seasons change. This is a new dimension. This is a new plane. This is a new place. This is a new authority that I want to put into your life. This is... You're not going back. Seasons come back around. Come on, it's summer right now. All right, if we're all here by the grace of God, we know in 2020, summer's coming back again. Seasons change and come back. This is a dimension. It means we're not going back. We're not going back. And our breakthrough, your breakthrough, and let me just Put this in. God is not a respecter of persons. Hear me, church. I know it's our human nature to size people up. Okay, it's our it's our human nature to think this and say that about this person and what we think and how we think they are and all this stuff. But let me tell you something. God is not a respecter of persons. And if you have a prayer closet. There's nothing that you and God can't accomplish together. There's nothing you can't become in God. Hear me, somebody. I'm putting everyone on notice here today. For yourself, and if there's some chance you might be sizing somebody else up in your life, if you, while you're focusing on somebody else's faults and failures, uh, they might get into a place of repentance. Uh, they might get into a place of humility. They may get into a place of transparency. And by not even trying to pass you up, they pass you up. it's not about passing anybody up but sometimes people get so focused on other people and they they lose focus on God and while they're focused on somebody else that person's growing why because they're not focused on you flow how less of me can there be how empty can i get How much of my will, I shared that story at the end of Thrive today. I said, Lord, it's already done. You know, I love this. Man, I just finally got to the Nardelli's around the corner from my home. I finally got that sandwich, man. They had Old Bay chips. I'm from the Chesapeake Bay area. Are you kidding me? I told the lady, I was like, I hope you all never stop bringing these chips in. Because I can't find these anywhere. This is from back home. Come on. And that man asked me. For money. I was like, Lord, I already know. My lunch is gone. My dinner has gone. It's yours. And I didn't say it grudgingly. I mean, don't get me wrong. I had a moment. I was like, God, man, I was really wanting that. (laughs) Not in a disrespectful way. Just have dialogue with God. But I was like, Lord, I already know. It's gone. And it's my pleasure. Don't be mistaken. It was my pleasure. 100 times over. But my life is God. Why? Because I want flow. I want to get out the way. I want to get out the way. I want to get out the way so that Jesus can be glorified in my life. Amen. You ought to get excited because the Bible says it is more blessed to give than to receive. You cannot give what you don't have. You cannot give if you are in the way of the flow of God in your life. There's a receiving it and a giving it. Some frustrations come by not giving. There's a backup. There's a clog in the conduit, in the vessel. And the frustration will leave. The frustration will turn to joy when you get out the way. Hear the word of the Lord today. The frustration will turn to joy when there is less of you. I must decrease and Jesus increase in my life. How do I do that? By obeying God. That's how I get out the way. I get out the way by obeying God through prayer. Why? Because when I obey God, it's not my will anymore. It's God's will. Obeying God. Repenting of my sins, being baptized in his name, receiving the infilling of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, uh, living a holy life, uh, living a dedicated life to God, to God, not to lighthouse. You're not living for lighthouse, somebody, but unto God. And when we do, get ready for a new dimension. How many want that? I want to speak to something. This has been a very eventful week at Lighthouse. The enemy is really mad. He's really scared, too. He's scared about us getting to the point to where we're an empty vessel that Jesus can flow through. That terrifies him because Satan's MO is self-exaltation. It's all about me. It's all about me. It's all about me. It's all about me. I will ascend. It's all about me. It's all about me. That's Satan's MO. Okay. So the opposite of that is to deny self. Jesus said, if anyone will come after me, let him first deny himself. Amen. The cross is the epitome of self-denial. Satan can't touch self-denial. He has no chance against self-denial. So when I get out the way, breakthrough's coming. Let me tell you the ultimate victory. When Jesus denied himself and gave up the ghost on the cross and said, it is vanished. The earth shook. The veil torn in two. The soldiers who were just mocking him and shooting dice for his clothing said, surely this is the Son of God. What brought them to that conclusion? His self-denial. And our obedience, which is self-denial, will cause us to say, and cause humanity around us to say, surely God is with them. Surely God is in their life. Surely I need whatever they have because what I'm doing is not cutting it. Self-denial is where the victory is. Self-denial is where the breakthrough is. I'm not talking about, you know, you know, mutilizing yourself or anything, something like that. No, I'm talking about walking in obedience to God. That's self-denial. Self-denial removes the junk out the vessel and allows me to receive from God and to be a clear vessel that he can flow through. And when I'm a vessel that God can flow through, right, I'm not, it's not just a receiving in anymore. I got a giving in of my life. It is more blessed. You can choose blessed or more blessed. I'm choosing more blessed. Hear me, church. You can choose blessed or more blessed. It is more blessed to give than to receive. And I'm not just talking about money. I'm talking about life. I'm giving my life to God. I'm giving all that I am to God. It includes my money, but money is just one component of the entirety of my in life. There's been some battles going on. Satan's been trying to beat some people up this week. Let me just tell you, you're going to be all right. Hear me, right? Now, I could sound so confident and nonchalant, and you could think to yourself, Pastor, do you really care? Yeah, I care extremely. I care deeply. I'm just confident in our God. And I know what he's up to. I know what he's trying to do. And I'm telling you, the key to your breakthrough dimension is how empty of yourself you can get. I'm telling you, it's a dimension. It's not a season. It's not going to happen. It in. It's a new plane. It's a new place that God wants you to go that you don't have to turn back. The breakthrough is in my obedience to God. The breakthrough is in my abiding with God. God has wrecking my world because no notes, right? But that's self denial, isn't it? Like I had stuff, but it's all about Him. It's not about me, right? And after all this is over, it's all about Him. It's not about me. Come on, somebody! It's about Him. And that's where the victory is. I'm going to ask our media, if you could please cue up that clip now,
1: this is awesome. before, before we
0: play did? it. God gave this church a, a prophetic word about a month ago. God's trying to teach us to cross over, right? Right? There are defining moments in every church, okay? Defining moments in every group of people. We're at a defining moment here in this church. When Moses was leading the children of Israel to the Red Sea, they're there. They are staring at their impossibility in front of them. They hear impossibility behind them with the wheels of chariots, A pharaoh's army. They are surrounded by impossibility. And all they've got is a word of faith. That's all they got. All they got is God's word. I got impossibility in front of me. Possibility behind me. It's not looking good. All right, Moses. Our feet are touching this water, sir. Pharaoh's armies behind us, sir. they got weapons. They've got horses. It's a defining moment. Some of them, grumbling, would have been better if we stayed. This is really disrupting our comfort in Egypt, Moses. I mean, it wasn't really all that bad. defining moment defining moment and i couldn't imagine the pressure on moses unless you have a word unless you have a word and if you have a word it's gonna be all right and he said stand still and see the salvation of the lord God is about to bring us into a new place. They were slaves before the word of faith. But when they acted in obedience, when Moses acted in obedience, and the people followed God's word through Moses as he parted the sea and walked through on dry land in between the walls of water, amen, they stood still and saw the salvation of the Lord. They started as slaves. They ended as victors. And that's what God is trying to do in this church. They were victims of Egypt, of Pharaoh's rule. And I know that represents sin, but it also represents that Satan is a taskmaster and always wants to leave us from one intimidation to the next, one trial to the next. And amen, there's going to be trials in life, but God wants to give us authority over it. Okay. We can't have it without him, but he wants us to have it in them. I may be in the storm, but it's not in me. Okay? Let's go ahead and play that. Would you play that and we're gonna respond after this? Thank you for being so awesome. What was he doing? He
1: was tapping the aquifer. He was finding out where the water flows. It's a prophetic word to this church. But the source is an invitation to go deep. If you go deep enough, deep enough, deep enough, Do you realize the two wells that they strove for back in the days of the wells of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, those wells that had gotten blocked up after Abraham and now Isaac was having to strife, have strife and opposition or hatred, amen, literally to try to access stuff. They had to fight for everything they got in the first two wells. Hmm. But then they get to Rehoboth. When they get to Rehoboth, That actually means a broad place. It's a place where you don't struggle. It's a place where there's plenty of room. It's a place where multiplication hits. And you've pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed, but let me give you a prophetical word. You've hit Rehoboth. So change your approach. You've hit Rehoboth. I feel it in the Holy Ghost like I have felt it before that you have hit Rehoboth. So stop approaching it as strife or contention. Don't approach it as a battle that you're gonna to have to work hard for. Save your strength for the harvest. Save your strength for the resource. Save your strength for what you're going to collect. Save your strength for the spoil. Become the bahata because you have hit Rehoboth. And at Rehoboth, there is not war like there was before. At Rehoboth, it is not like Gerar, At Rehoboth, it's a different place. It's a place that's a broad, broad place. It literally means, the Lord hath made room. Everybody say those words. The Lord hath made room. I want you to close your eyes and say those words. The Lord hath made room. Worship God for just a makatele
0: Word. I thank you for that word of victory. I thank you for that
1: word. <laughs> I thank you for it. Port. I thank <inaudible> you for it. I receive it into
0: my spirit. I receive it into my life, Lord. I abandon the wall. I abandon, Lord God, Lord Jesus, the strife, Lord. And I receive, your peace. I receive your promises today. I walk in this new dimension. I walk in step with you today. The Lord oh,
1: hath made room. Let's
0: stand to our feet together right now. Come on let's continue to worship
1: the Lord. You've hit a broad place, you've hit a broad place. Not the place of strife, not the place of opposition, you've hit a broad place, you've hit a broad place. Not the place of resistance, not the place of conflict, you've hit a broad place, you've hit a broad place. place. Stay saturated in the spirit, God needs you. Right now you've hit a broad place, you've hit a broad place. You've got to stay spiritual at this juncture. You cannot afford to go carnal. You've hit a broad place. You've hit a broad place. You've got to stay plugged into the spirit. Amen, as the spirit is going to lead us. You've hit a broad place. You've hit a broad
0: place. Come on, let's respond to the Lord right now. This altar is open. Come on, if you want to step into that new dimension, it's yours right now in Jesus' name. God has declared it for your life. It is not a question. Just go ahead and receive it right now. I'm going to take that step. I'm going to empty myself out. I'm going to obey your will today. I'm stepping in the new dimension. I'm not going to be under this trial. But, Lord, you're putting it under my feet. You're putting all the opposition under my feet. Uh, All I got to do is empty myself. Uh, All I got to do is forget about myself uh, and yield my life to you. uh, In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on. Come on, church. There's a victory. There's a breakthrough in this house. Uh, There's a breakthrough in this house. Uh, Today, today, today is your day. If you can get out of your own way and say, not my will in every area of my life not my will but thy will be done come on there's a wrestling match going on right now amen and yourself wants to preserve yourself amen you you're in your mind you want to protect yourself you're wondering what you're going to lose you're wondering what you're going to have to surrender but i promise you i promise you your breakthrough your victory your new life is when you surrender yourself unto god come on let's go there right now Corroboto satan, la la la, vaya. Corroboto satan, la la Not my will, but thine be done. Not my will, but thine be done. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, come on, somebody. Somebody's leaving victimhood today. Somebody's leaving victimhood today. Somebody's leaving their excuses today. Somebody's leaving all the reasons why they can't walk in victory. Amen. It's here in the house. It's a new dimension. It's a new life today.